Hello, I'm Darren Heath, and I'd like to introduce again Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers. Today's edition of our Strategic Insights series of podcasts is going to look at building and maintaining resilience and follows on from the previous podcast on the characteristics of resilient people. Some people are naturally more resilient than others, but as with so many things, you can learn to build up your resilience. Thanks, Darren. At an away day the ACT held last year, a guest coach spoke to us about well-being, resilience and five things we could think about in order to top up our reservoir, as he phrased it, or recharge our batteries, as some would have it. This is about times when we've been working too hard, perhaps, or have gone through a stressful time such as bereavement or divorce. And for whatever reason, we become fragile and our health can start to be affected. Our speaker, Gavin Aubrey, talked about a time when he was very low and about the general assumption that the only way is up, but that it's not always the case. Sometimes people don't get up and they have a total breakdown. And that's why it's a really good idea to keep an objective eye on yourself and ensure you're doing the things which will build and or maintain your resilience. Luckily, Aubrey had friends who were wellbeing specialists who helped him and shared with him their five resilience boosters, as I like to call them, and which are my focus today. One of the resilience boosters Gavin Aubrey talked about was learning, and it's something a lot of experts talk about in this context. It seems counterintuitive, perhaps. When we're feeling depleted, a bit depressed, lacking in energy, why would we then choose to embark on an advanced diploma in treasury management or take up a Spanish language course? Well, first of all, the learning may not be a major piece of study, although it could well be. It might simply be reading a book on a topic of interest or going to a lecture on something you don't know much about or even reading a magazine article or Googling something. The effect this external reference and piece of input has is to re-energise you. Can you think of times when you're feeling down and drained and you choose to just sit around and do nothing? How do you feel after a while? Most likely not a whole lot better. But if you pick up a book, try to do or learn something quite different you'll tend to feel quite a bit better after a short while. That's been my experience, and it's what the research shows too. The National Institute of Adult Education says that there's an 87%, yep, 87% improvement in mental well-being when someone joins an education programme. And considering 14% of us have somewhat empty resilience reservoirs, and only 14% are relatively full, and the rest lie somewhere in between, this is definitely something to be thinking about. And as I mentioned, any kind of learning is helpful, as long as you're exercising different parts of the brain and giving it a bit of a workout. The other four things Gavin Aubrey talks about in his book, A Guide to Motivation, Happiness, Success and Resilience, are being in the present, which I cover in a separate podcast, connecting with family and friends. As the saying goes, no man is an island and we really need to maintain at least three good connections, research tells us, to stay healthy. Then, activity or being active. We all know that getting out of the house for a walk, going to the gym, undertaking a favourite activity, all help to boost our mood, even if the thought of it is daunting before we set out. And the final resilience booster is giving. I'd like to talk a little bit more about giving. There's a biblical phrase, it's better to give than to receive. And I think many of us know the truth of that. We enjoy the pleasure derived from making another human being happy but we may not think of it in terms of a conscious decision in order to help motivate ourselves and bring us out of a low place we found ourselves in after a very busy and challenging time at work or home. So again, it's really worth thinking about. 
whether it's buying cakes for the team, helping at a soup kitchen, signing up to the ACT's mentoring programme as a mentor, or volunteering for a charity. Those actions, while some may take up time as well as resource, will in fact give you more than they take from you. In common with a resilience booster, learning, giving is a deliberate action which works in at least two ways. They both help to refuel you or fill your reservoir, as Aubrey would have it. But they also do something else, maybe more directly identifiable. With learning, you have new knowledge or have acquired a new skill. That must be good, right? And with giving, you've done something which is making a positive impact in the world. Quite compelling when you think about it. I also have a sixth resilience booster, which is hugely important. So I'm going to mention it here and it will come up again. Do ensure you get enough sleep. I know myself, if I don't, I just don't perform at my best. I'm less positive and more prone to being unnecessarily sensitive about things. I'm just a lesser version of me and one I'm not so proud of. One of my team at the ACT, Louise Tatham, told me a story recently which I think is relevant here. Two woodcutters set themselves the task to see who could cut down the greatest number of trees in a given time frame. One of the woodcutters worked tirelessly, never taking a break or stopping. At the end of the allocated time, the other woodcutter had won. Astonished, the first woodcutter went over to his colleague and asked how this could have happened. The second woodcutter simply replied, I stopped to sharpen my axe. So, think about the six resilience boosters and make a note or a plan or diarise them, something that will make you remember to keep a balance with them and through them so you don't get to a dark place which is much more difficult to come back from. You might not think right now that that's possible, but people who have experienced it will often say they never imagined it would happen to them. At a recent diversity and inclusion calendar event the ACT held, a number of the panel had gone through trying times, and they and others I have spoken to describe it as really just creeping up on you until it's almost too late to do anything about it, when you suddenly feel that the pressures you're facing are too great to handle. And please spread the word. Tell other people about these resilience boosters. Another form of giving in itself so that they can also build and maintain their own resilience and well-being. Thanks again, Caroline. Something we can all take control of, in fact, so we can hope you, the audience, will be taking action to boost your resilience and top up your reservoir sooner rather than later. Next up, one of the most important of issues to understand and tackle, diverse teams. Diverse teams.